0: It's Michelle and the
1: loudest, and I'm your host, Madeline Fenelon. You are his living epistle, read by all men. That's right, you are Jesus' ambassador. This is the Living Epistle Project radio program. You're listening to the Living Episode Project radio program and I'm your host Marilyn Fenelon and I am in the studio yet another beautiful day with a bunch of wonderful amazing individuals who the only person who could have knit us together is Jesus Christ. Um, They have come to find that they are amazing people after meeting them but the beginning was oh you guys are Christians. So, <laughs> so I was able to <laughs> to connect with them and meet them there and Jesus have held us together. Um let me go this way. Um both Michelle and and Laudis I've known them for about almost nine years or seven years or something like that
2: really
1: yeah um um, i think 2011 or 2012 that's when i met you met you guys um and mary i met her about um two or three years ago and since then we've been you know fellowshipping together in jesus's name so and that's amazing to know you guys i love that when you come to jesus christ you can You can fall in love with one person and forsake everything. And then he come and give you a family together. Together (laughs) we have a family. So hi guys. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I'm not sure if, if, if I, if I heard you guys. Um, so Mary, how are you today?
2: I am awesome. How are you?
1: I am great as well. I'm doing great. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> wow, a woman of few words. Huh? <laughs> 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 Hello, How are you doing today? You
0: I'm, I'm good,
1: too. You're good? Nice
0: guy, yeah.
1: you awesome, go. awesome awesome you are good you are doing good so that's really great but um here's what i, I want to say this you know what i want to say we can find ourselves and and i don't know if i told you but i'm Venelon. i'm your host for the living a piece of project <laughs> radio program
0: <laughs> thanks for remembering that
1: <laughs> so that's who I am. Uh, and I, it's such an honor to come and sit here and talk to you about my favorite person. And I, I can talk with others. It's their favorite person, too, Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus,
0: when we talk about him, you know, it, um, to many, it's, uh, you know, like a homeboy or uh, someone that is a great friend or a great prophet and um, an amazing, um, you know, teacher, But a lot of times when we think of him that way, um, we nearly forget who he really is, the son of God who came here to uh, die for us, for our sins. Um, And, you know, these days, um, with so much going on and so many distractions, I feel like there's a lot of talk about, you know, grace and we need more of, of him and grace and, you know, more... More of everything else, but I, I we did feel that we it's about time for us to take it back to the basic of why did Jesus come to you know, to earth, to what was the goal and what did he do when he came here for us? You know, that's, that's one, that's been a a topic that's been on our mind and, um, we are just going to dig in today just to, you know, bring it back to, um, the main thing and the main topic of Jesus coming here to pay for our sins. Right.
1: And and I, I just want to say this, um, there's so many reasons that we can, with what you just said um, aloud, is that Jesus came for a main reason. We have the icing in the of the and icing on the cake with everything else, but there was a main reason he came, right? But I want to say this. We have so many reasons on earth to cause us to, to cast our confidence on the Lord. Yeah, you know what? Stay away from God. Lose the confidence that we had on, in him. I just want to encourage you to don't don't do that. Regardless of what's happening, even if you're not seeing personal answered personal prayers answered, mm-hmm. remember that there's a reason he came and he chose you for a reason that's already been fulfilled. You know, you have forgiveness of sin and you've entered into a family. Um and he's with you and I I can tell you the truth here. Personally, I don't have all the answers but the word of god has the answers you know there he has the answers for your problems and everything that you are going through
0: that is so true about, i mean the you know when we think about all the amazing things that we get on top of salvation mm-hmm. right we get salvation we should be so happy and static and um at peace just with that but everything else the lord i mean he gave us his holy spirit to guide us all the way through um, our journey here on earth. But I, it made me think back on when we started talking about this, made me think back on when I came to Christ and where I was, how life had no meaning to me, Mm -hmm. you know, how it was just like living in this vicious cycle of, um, nothingness, really nothing satisfied. Like I was in in a, in a place where, you know, I didn't understand my existence here. And when I, when he gave me that salvation, when I came to Christ, when he, call me out of the world i was like in a cloud nine mm-hmm. i was so satisfied you could he could tell me to go anywhere mm-hmm. and i remember that moment i didn't need anything else and i that think was, that was it for
1: me i think at that mm-hmm. moment you are so rep- i think it's all of us when we first come mm-hmm. to take jesus seriously there's an excitement and i think he does that too he gave us those special um Special experiences where we have so, such such a, an excitement. I think I, I've heard the honeymoon phase is like that too. <laughs> you know, he, he naturally you have a special excitement for the two years or whatever. Um, so you get that, <laughs> yes. and I think also recognize that. Hey, I'm alive. Our spirit is alive now, and we become a new creature. And now we have to just like natural life, we have to keep it alive. And feed it properly so it can be alive. So I think the main question is now is it, not the main question, but the questions that we are going to surround this pro- program around this today is why did Jesus die? You know, um, and so I, I I I I know for sure that this is what I'm seeing here. Um, there's a reason I need. Okay, so I'm going to be honest. Do it. <laughs> Yeah. So I grew up in the church. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in the church. Um, and so I also, also the Lord has put a special thing on me where even in natural I was a stage kid. <laughs> and this is that I, they were always clapping for me. God gave me favor where I was actually doing great things. And I was always clapped for, right. I was always applauded. Um, and so failure wasn't one of my, one, a thing of in my vocabulary. Um, And it was God who kept me, right? God kept me in the church. God kept me. I didn't go to the world. But you know, you know, you hear about preaching about, you know, we need salvation. We need grace and all of that. But honestly, sometimes we are not so aware of it. Even though we are aware of it, we're not really aware of it. I have to say that I just thought, oh, I, 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 the idea that I, I knew I needed forgiveness. I knew that, but I wasn't doing external sins. (laughs) I wasn't doing external sins. So that wasn't a big picture in my mind that, oh, I need to be forgiven. Of course, of course, when I'm praying, I'm like, forgive me for my sins, Lord. But to pinpoint the sins and to realize, oh, wretched man that I am, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't realize that until later on the Lord started to open my eyes and show me that, Okay, Madeline, I've kept you, and that's a great thing. There's no shame on that, and praise God, I wasn't tempted by the world. I love it. I love that I wasn't tempted by the world. But you, really, you, still, needed, you, you still needed saving from, your, from sin. Mm-hmm. You, you sin. You have sin. And when you come to, and I, I was saying I wasn't doing external sins. It's the sins that society, not society, the church society has highlighted more. Whatever. You know, like you know, a mm-hmm. lot. Stealing a pen is as big as stealing a million dollars to God, because it's the matter mm-hmm. of the heart. It's the it, it it's not a matter of of the action. the action or the the amount of it. It's the heart behind your the motive behind the action, mm. right? So, so I think I said when I said I wasn't committing sins externally, those sins that you know. The church highlight more but when it comes down to when you read the Bible you will notice the root of sin is just basically is the heart a lot of things that I would not think in the natural is a sin no little, little white lie here and there it's not a big lie kind of thing but they are sins right mm-hmm. so God actually started to show me other things um how I had very short patience with people you know and all these are lacking of God's grace so I realized I needed a savior I needed Jesus. And I said to myself, Oh my goodness, I really needed a savior. And so we I think the reason Jesus died, though I am a big believer that while I'm on earth, I am supposed to glorify God and the gifts and abilities that He gives me. And those gifts and abilities are supposed to bring fruit. I believe that. I definitely believe that. I don't I think if I did not believe that, I would sit and never accomplish what God really made me to be on earth. I believe I'm supposed to be successful on earth, but that is God who's going to carry me through. I'm going to take my part and do it. But those are just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Sin. Forgiveness of sin is why Jesus died. So that's my thought. You guys can jump in.
0: <laughs> Michelle
2: and Mary. You know, Marlon, M- M- just to, to tag on something that you said uh, previously, you know, that a lot of times we tend to think that when we're doing something, whatever it is, that we're doing it in our own strength. But, as believers, we're really doing it with the, the strength of the Lord. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, you know, oh I did that. Well, hmm, I think um for me, I always feel like the reason I'm able to accomplish certain things is because the Lord is helping me, right? And you have referenced making us new creatures through salvation. And, you know, that's uh, 2 Corinthians Corinthians five, seventeen, you know, therefore if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature opens or passed away. All things become new. So, um, in terms of, of Jesus dying for me, I mean, there's so many reasons. You know, there's the salvation aspect. Um, he was also doing the will, you know, of the Father, and He He loves us, as crazy as we are. He loves us, and to me, it also shows us um, God's like God's character um, that even in our even in our sin. You
1: know, Christ died for us. He sent His Son to die for us. I mean, who does that? <laughs> right, right. I, I, I love. That. See, the love aspect is, is. I think it's amazing, and I, I think it's, it shows God's character, right? Um, law, love caused mm-hmm. Him to do something, right? Love caused Him to save mm-hmm. us from something, right? Mm-hmm. I've said of that, mm-hmm. because that's something, something which is sin which is separation from Christ, separation from God, and it's you missing the mark. I'm missing the mark in my, absent of Jesus Christ. Absent of finding my refuge in Jesus Christ. And I want to share this scripture that says, it's Colossians 1, 13 through 14. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins, you know? So I think love, I think it's important that like, we do know that it's the love, right? Michelle, we know that. I oh, was so grateful it for is. the love of it Christ, is. you know, so grateful because if he did not love us, which I think it's a crazy love, like you said, it's a crazy love um, because we were against him. And even now so many people are cursing at him. He's still love. He still mm-hmm. desire for them to unite with him. Um, it, the choice is up to us. But I think we, it's Im- important that we realize that I am really a sinner. I think th- there's a shortcoming of that. We don't think that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And, the, and, you know, mm-hmm. as Romans uh, 6.23 says, um, for the wages of sin is death. For the gift of God is mm-hmm. eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that was the price to pay. That is the price to pay, um, absent from Jesus. Of course, you know, he came in. So we don't die eternally this way without him and away mm-hmm. from him. He loved us that much that he is, is the great rescue of all times, right? He came to not have us perish in this way, to, to open up that avenue. He gave them um a, uh, the law, right, before Christ. The Israelites had the law. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out because <laughs> they still. And look mm-hmm. at all right. the stuff that they had to go through, right, to... Um, to uh get their sins paid for right like or um to find atonement. forgiveness the atonement um all the sacrifices on a yearly basis all the rituals that they had to go through all just to get that done and that didn't take care of the heart right because it was a repetitive thing that they had to do and for jesus to say you know forgot to say enough i you know i want a permanent thing mm-hmm. uh, permanent way and for jesus to step in and say yes i'll do it i love him that much uh, that to me, it's just such I, an amazing story.
2: Yeah, you know what I find interesting when I when I think about it too is, you know, you talked about like that atonement a us How you know, like in the Old Testament, they talk about how you know they would sacrifice lambs and right. and 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 uh, you know because of that 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 blood sacrifice. And I know some people don't understand that. It's like, ooh, that's so glory or ooh, you know. But, but Jesus came as that sacrifice, right, for us in the New Testament. So, and also to um, remove the separation so that we could actually just, I, I feel like in the Old Testament, you know, God was always like in the temple. He was there, but mm-hmm. he was, a, he was a little um, separated, but now because of Jesus, he is right there. There's no, we don't have to go to the temple to have the relationship
1: I, I tell you this, with the Lord. I tell you this. Um, Mary, whenever you have a thought, jump in, but, um, Michelle, I'll tell you this, right? The The thing is you said God was a little bit there, right? He was, he, mm-hmm. God has always been there. The problem is yeah. humanity with the sin that we had was separated from him. We could not reach him. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. there. He's, he was there and he provided, a uh, a means temporarily, um, to show a picture of what Jesus would do um, with the Israelites, right? He he provided mm-hmm. the priest, only the priest could have co- go in, you know, and there are certain restrictions that the priest could not even touch certain things, could not even do, and sometimes they could have fend- died there, and they had a rope mm-hmm. around them that when they go in, because the people could not go there, only the priest that was supposed to go in, and so I think God mm-hmm. has always been there, but humanity was separated from God. And I think what Jesus does is bring us like I can just now like for me the idea that of killing um a limb it's grosssome to me. I can't even stand blood, right? So I'm. <laughs> yeah, thank
3: you, Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I don't think I have. I don't think I have enough money to <laughs> to buy to atone for my sin, you know. And so none of us do, <laughs> you, you know. So I, I'm so grateful that He came and and just make 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 the Father available for us. And I, at any point on my bed, I can say, "Hey, Jesus, I'm here, and you here. Can we talk?" Mm-hmm. You know, and and there's no barrier anymore in our spirit. When you accept Jesus Christ, He gave you the Holy Spirit. We are now we are we united by to, with Jesus Christ.
0: But imagine all the um, sorry, Misha. I just want to just drive this one home. Imagine all the stuff that had to happen, right? So he he not only gave us salvation, we our ticket to heaven, right? Um, also, here he freed us up from all the sins that we can possibly have past present and future and helped us live a life, you know, throughout that's pleasing to him. He gave us all the tools. So not only did he take care of eternity, but also of our lives here on earth, Mm -hmm. you know, such a, so he did like a complete job, you know, past, present, Mm -hmm. future, all in one package. Mm. Yeah. You
2: know, um, I'm listening to all of you and one of the things that is just apparent to me with the original question was why did Jesus die? Is because sin blocks us from true relationship with God. And even if you go back to Adam and Eve and you go back to, you know, excuse me, Garden of Eden, God created all of that so that he can have relationship. There was such freedom with Adam and Eve where he walked through the garden with them and when that relationship was severed he was like I have to make a way for me to regain that type of relationship and it had to be through covenant and it had to be through sacrifices because it was a, it was a blood covenant that had to be established in order to have atonement so the, the whole point of Jesus dying is to reestablish mm that level of relationship between us and God, because the whole point of us being here is to have relationship. The whole point of us even breathing is, we have a free will. He wanted us to love him because we we wanted to love him, not because he made us to love him. I'm, the I'm, level of sacrifice, the level of things that had to be put in place to restore that relationship is such a great price. And I feel today God is really wanting us. It's not just saying yes to Jesus. Which is extremely important, but it's to rebuild that relationship that God always mm-hmm. wanted to have with us.
1: We and and I, I I love that, Mary. You know what I love? I love that you focus mm-hmm. on the relation aspect of it, relationship aspect of it. We we do know. I think what you did, you go back to the original um, reason God created us. Mm-hmm. We were not created with sin. Yeah. Created with sin. We were created right. in God' image, perfect. And we decided to Mm -hmm. separate ourselves from God by saying, you know what, I I believe something else rather than what God says. And I think today is still our problem. We believe something else rather than what God says. We believe our thoughts. We believe believe the world. We believe society. We believe science, (laughs) Um, which I believe science. Again, I'm an educated person, okay, so... I'm not one of these people who says school is bad, I don't think. So I think you you have to go and hone on your education. Be careful what you take in and be careful what you don't take in because I do believe education nowadays, even during my time, I think... I finished college a while back, 2006, 2005 or something. Um, even then, they started to do some stupid things with us. <laughs> so so you got to be careful. Some re-education, is that what you mean? Yeah. So you got to be careful with that. <laughs> um, and parents, remember, talk to your kids and tell them. They, I tell my nieces and everybody, like young people, remember you went to, to learn so you can c- become a successful person. You learn the science. You learn the math. You learn the the things, the natural things God actually wants us to learn. But school, I, th- I don't think school is bad. I, th- I do think the content of what's being taught today is crazy. That's why I think parents need to come in and 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 educate their kids as to what to take and what to not take. But I am an educated person as well. I I think I thank God that He has actually en- enabled me to to pursue an education and I ha- achieved the highest um, skill. I thank God for that. But um, but I think we we tend to believe the science you know science i believe is to discover what god has created and i said this i think men just because there's a verse that says it's it's the glory of god to conceal a matter and the glory of of kings to search it out Mm -hmm. and i think science is searching the things of this world out and they cannot discover it they concluded that god doesn't exist um mm-hmm. and so we tend sometimes to believe what they're saying it, it, for whatever reason for us to some it make more sense that we were made from mon- monkeys. Mm-hmm. um we believe everything else and that's what Adam and Eve did before they believe anything else but what God says it's just been that and God has been wrestling all since then to to show us that he is the truth he is um he is the way uh, he is the truth for 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 a happy life and happy life not what we've d- described it, but ha- fulfilling life. He was, we were made to, to, to have communion with the Lord, Co- communion with mm-hmm. the Lord. And, I, and the reason God died, Jesus died, is because he wanted to reunite us, mm-hmm. and sin separated us.
0: Yeah, thinking back, uh, you know, this made me think back a lot, <laughs> this topic. I right, take it back to the beginning, um, is that you have to do so much supplementing when Jesus is not in the picture and even you can supplement all you want, Mm. you're not going to get an ounce of what he can give you in a second. And so that was my experience to me that that was reality, nothing else. You know, like you couldn't convince me of anything else. You can't, you cannot, I stand here today, many years later, and um, you still cannot convince me there's anything better. And what Jesus did for us. I, I have to
1: say, for me too, going back, um, according to society, I was doing good. I was pursuing an education. I was like, really have a lot of great talents, you know, and I, I was living by great talents. But I felt empty. So I, I felt like something was missing with respect to purpose. I was like, I was actually, when I took Jesus serious, I was like, wait, that wasn't last year in college. I was like, wait, I'm, I am. Now what? I've fulfilled the goals. What, now what? What's, what's to life? I think that's when Jesus drew me closer to him, where I no longer belong to Him because of my parents and I belong to him because we're friends, mm-hmm. we're friends and, and, and forgiveness, we have to realize that now we're forgiven from sin, from sin, right? Mm-hmm. And now I think we have to realize that the, the, we have so much reason and thanksgiving is coming too, right We have so much reason to be thankful for. Thankful to the Lord for the fact that He forgave us from our yeah. sins. You know,
2: Alana, you know, I think um, that I think uh, that go ahead, Mary. I'll come in after Thanks, thanks. Um Alana, you said something, um, the word supplement. And I think that's so key because we do supplement for our voice mm-hmm. with everything else. Marlin, you had mentioned, you know, we we take we take um credence in science. We believe What people say to us We believe theories We believe everything else But what God does And what we do is supplement Because if we were in a, If our original reason to be created Was relationship And we don't have that relationship with God There's a void And that's like That's at our core There's a void If God's not filling that void We have to fill it with so many other people that's why God had to die for us. That's why Jesus had to die to reach, to allow us to have that relationship to fill the void that so many people fill with things or education or not that we don't need it, we need all that, but it's just that void, we're constantly filling the void and then when we find out that what we're filling it with doesn't That's work. not enough. We mm-hmm. always go back. It's not enough. We always go back to the core we go back to and a lot of us are still trying to fill that void that can only be filled with
1: Jesus and and you know what Mary, Michelle I know you're coming in but Mary I think you said something there that I think is amazing you said relationship right and I think all, all of us have a relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. <laughs> every <Amen>. human being <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, every human being have a relationship. It's either a good relationship or not, you know? And, but I think God wants us to have the healthy relationship with him, where that's what we were created mm-hmm. for, where we believe him, where we trust him. Um, and I think it's not, because I, I, I think I was having a, a conversation with a family member, and I said, I think he was complaining about work. Um, having to work, which he's a hardworking person, but he hated the idea that he has to wake up every day and do it. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) But, but, But I had to, I told him, well, men was made to work though. You know, we at before sin, we actually enjoyed it. Um, in heaven, we're still gonna work. I got some used to people who don't like to work.
0: <laughs> but one thing, I'm sorry, one <laughs> thing I have to chime in, in here. One thing is to, you know, name pets, name animals, you know, <laughs> go around, you know, Named. taking, yeah, taking in, you know, the pure air of the garden. <laughs> when he found out that he had to do all that work <laughs> that's just he went Adam Adam had to
2: take an inventory I know. <laughs> so he was
1: doing per- he was doing the work that he was meant to do right, right? right. and I really yes. even now when I do what I love to do what I it doesn't come mm-hmm. hard for me to do mm-hmm. I enjoy it I can spend yeah. hours sitting there and you have to pull me away from it you get lost in it exactly yeah. so he was doing the yes. work that he was yes. meant to do and then sin made him work harder. He worked. He he made he tend the ground, not tend the garden. Tend the garden, not because the garden needed him, but because it's it's the glory of men of king to search a matter out mm-hmm. to discover why mm-hmm. is this so beautiful, why is this so nice, mm-hmm. why are the trees so great, and take a tree and try to explore it, and so he can get knowledge and all of that. There's a difference when you have to plant the tree so you can eat without it. Thanks, Adam and Eve. <laughs> Yeah, couldn't that
2: tree just
1: show up? Yeah. <laughs> so so I think I think I think um I, I just wanted to say God everybody have a relationship with God. It could be a bad relationship if you don't have Jesus. If you haven't entered into Jesus' umbrella, I think Jesus is a big umbrella where we can just enter under, go under. But I think having a relationship where he can be glorified through you. Because a lot of us think we have a relationship with the Lord, a good relationship with the Lord, when we don't eat, I don't have it at all. Relationship,
0: we set the terms to.
1: Exactly, exactly. So it's the relationship where God is glorified through your life. And, and it starts with forgiveness of your sin. So without the forgiveness of your sin, you cannot have that freedom to live. That icing and the cake, you can't have it. Without the cake, which is forgiveness of sin, you can't have the icing of the cake where I think I live in, pur- on purpose, in purpose, where I actually live what, like I, being a lawyer, I think God made me to be a lawyer. Um, um Doing these kind of things that I'm doing, even though I don't talk nat- like, and natural, I don't talk a lot, but doing these kind of things are uh, me living in purpose. So these are icing in the cake without forgiveness of sin. This is nothing. So Michelle, I know you're coming in.
2: Uh, well, I was just um, tagging on to really the relationship point, just saying that, you know, my feeling is that the quality of our lives is really based on the quality of our relationship with the Lord. And yeah. yes. so when I talk about quality, I'm not talking about money in particular. Um, but, you know, the, if, if you talk about relationship tiers, I mean, there are people who are, you know, you're an acquaintance of the Lord, right? You go to church, or you, mm-hmm. you know the Lord, but you're like an acquaintance. And then you've got your friends who are good friends, and then you've got your your dear friends Mm -hmm. who who stick closer to you than a brother or sister, right? Mm -hmm. So when you are in that type of relationship with the Lord, it impacts your entire life and Mm -hmm. your perspective and how you see things, how you respond to things, how you want to glorify Him, how you want to spend your time. So really, it's the quality of, you know, or of the relationship that you have. That really um, speaks to how you live your life. Mm-hmm. So if you're you're just someone who says, "Oh yeah, I know God," you know, but you don't really know Him. The more you know Him, the more when you talk about being a new creature, it's just like the more that's the more that's present. I feel mm-hmm. in
0: in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah. So. Yeah
0: and, and sure. it, one of the things is Michelle. The, <laughs> relationship that <laughs> just makes me go places here. Um mm-hmm. it is true. A lot of you know, when when you hear a lot of people say, you know, I know God, I have a relationship, but I'm spiritual, all these things. And it it is again, I mentioned that that those a lot of those relationships, um, you said the terms to them, right? So you're not following the terms that, that God has set. And and it's not just terms to abide by mm-hmm. and you know, to have a good it's just that is the way. To you know that he has said it for us to maximize on the relationship that we're going to have with him, how we are going to experience him, and so Mm -hmm. you know it it is um, the quality of it. Um, It's all Mm -hmm. he left it up to us, really. Draw near to me, and I draw near to you. Mm -hmm. You know he left it so Mm -hmm. open. He's such a gentleman. He you know does not force himself on on anybody. He's it's you know he wants to be. Um, sought after, he wants to be, you know, uh, wanted, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the only difference between us really and, and angels, right? Like I, they,
1: they have no choice. But I, I'd say this, I think he, he gave us free will. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants us, the reason he doesn't, he give us free will is because he wants, we were made in his image. God knows how to use his free will properly. He wants us to be good yeah. managers of, of, of our free will. Um, we, we were not made to be slaves, but we were made to be friends with God, right? And so I think th- that's, that's when we have free will. I think the, after we receive, we receive forgiveness, we're now on a journey to be conformed to the image of Christ. And that is mm-hmm. managing our free will properly. Where we choose good as opposed to bad, choosing bad is to have both good and bad in front of you. And to have the mindset that I'm going to choose what's good as opposed to what's bad. I think he wants us to be good managers of, of our free will. And 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 I stand on this, that Jesus is that perfect life. Jesus, until you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have not lived. You can have all the money that you have. Mm-hmm. You can have everything that you want, and I believe that until you find Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have not lived.
0: Yeah, Ma, but you you mentioned Mm -hmm. something that we're not meant to be slaves, but I think as long as we are here, um, we are going to be mastered
1: by something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Naturally. Originally, Mm -hmm. we were not made to be slaves. That's why he gave us free will, so we can choose. Because he could have said, you know what, this, you don't touch it, and and. I'm going to make that decision for you. Right. You don't trust it. You don't touch it. It's, it's not even there. But he, because we made in his image. You want us to
0: choose not to.
1: Exactly.
0: Not to do it. Exactly. You know, like it reminded me of uh, Gideon, right? And uh, Judges 8 um, 22, where he was done. You know, he conquered the battle. And now the Israelites saw the great thing that he did. And so it picks up where they're asking him to rule over them. You know, it repeats again. Um, you, your son, on your and your grandson, because you have saved us from the hand of Median, um, rule over us, right? And Kenyan said, but Kidian told them, "I will not rule over you, nor will my son rule over you. The Lord will rule over you." Like that's something that he understood so clearly, and so. We're always going to be looking mm-hmm. for something you know I mean even if we don't look for something, money can master us, you know the desires of this world this world can master us, or Jesus can you mm-hmm. know, be our master mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And so we, we can't serve two masters we right so mm-hmm. like you're saying, because one always the one will take precedence you can't you can't be, serve two things because you'll be, you'll be crazy first of all <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know you she do have it. to make your choice mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, and 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 you know, G- Mil- Aladdis mentioned something, uh that you know, sin. We we can ma- we can be a slave to sin, and 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 I, and I think, I think Paul mentioned several times that we can. He's a slave to Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what mm-hmm. he chose to be. He would rather on this earth he's going to be a slave to Jesus Christ. But we can serve sin, or we can serve Christ.
0: That's right. That's right. By the way, yeah. just. Um, <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> okay. Um, so I, I'm listening to you guys and I go to James 1 and 8, where it says their loyalty is um, when he talks about asking for wisdom. And it's just if we ask for it, we have to believe that our faith is in God alone and we do not waver. But in verse 8, where it says, their loyalty is divided between God and this world, and they're unstable in everything that they do. And you you have to, ch- at one point, choose one master, and even if you don't intentionally choose it, your actions end up choosing it for you. And that's the reason why we, we have to be so careful in how we are following God, because if we're not following him, we're following the enemy. And, you know, we might say, Michelle, you were talking about the different levels or the different stages of relationship. And it's like when you're an acquaintance, you automatically, it's almost as if you create that door where you can walk out whenever you want to because, you know, I'm not really committed. And that's how sometimes we approach our relationship requires that we're not 100% committed. And when it says in the word that you're either, you know, you're you're divided between the world and God that's what it that's what happens when we're not 100% committed to God we're not our will is not yielded or we're not surrendered to God we're unstable and God doesn't mm-hmm. want us there God doesn't want us in a place where we're going back and forth, and okay, I'm, I'm committed to this, but I'm not really committed to this, and I'm not. He, he's saying today that if you do, I died so you can be committed to me. I died because you can have that relationship and you can have that assurance that in the, wor- in the word it says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. All these other things that you might be committed to might let you down, but today
1: God wants to say to you, if you're committed to me, I'm not gonna leave you. I, I wanna say this, Mary. Mm. Mary, I think a lot of us fail to realize that Christ has saving power. Christ God has Amen. power. Um the power of Christ is can be evident in the Christian life. And we can live yeah. Jesus did not say we all we were more than conquerors just because he liked the sound of it. It's because Amen. We are more than conquerors, and we are to live like it. We, a king, a princess, cannot live like a commoner. So, uh, so a victor cannot live like a weaker, if that's even a
3: word. <laughs> a victim. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but
1: you're not. <laughs> I, I want to say this: like we, we are conquer, and I don't think. A lot of the church don't believe this. They walk around because culture, church culture has told them they are victims, so they always have to come for this deliverance. When God has already told them you are more than a conqueror Mm -hmm. and they are not living in God's power. They're living in victim power. Mm -hmm. They're always going for deliverance. Wait, I thought Christ delivered you. Whom the son set free is free indeed. And now you are free to go live an abundant life. An abundant life doesn't mean money, 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 money. It means a life that is pleasing to God. A a life that doesn't give up in the midst of adversity. Adversity. (laughs) (laughs) Adversity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there is God power. The God power need to be evident in the Christian's life. And I, I do, I think we need to pray and come back to this place where we can see God's power in our life. Listen, the, this victim mentality in the church is not of Christ. It is not of Christ. This I'm always going for a deliverance. I have half a deliverance. It is not of Christ. Whom the son set free is free indeed. And I want to read Romans 7. We know that the law is spiritual, but I'm unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do I do not do, but what I hate I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, as it is no longer I myself who will do it, but sin in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That's why we need Jesus Christ. Good is Good itself does not dwell in you. That is in my sinful nature. It doesn't deal in your, in your sinful nature. But once you accept Jesus Christ, you have a new spirit coming, a new life. A new creature has become in you, where you have this good living in you, fighting against this bad sinful nature that we have. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it's not, it's no longer I who do it, but the sin living in me. I'm going to, I'm going to go all the way down to where it says, oh, w- wretched man that I am. Um, but okay, I guess I can't find it. So I'm just going to read. <laughs> so I find this law at work, although I want to do a good, evil is right there with me for a, for in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me waging war against the law of my mind and make. So I want to say this, waging law against the war of my mind. My mind wants God's. So the idea that we need to, to not think mm-hmm. and we not to, we, we not to not reason. I, I think we need to come from our reasoning to the word of God, but our mind is where we fight. Mm-hmm. We do fight. Like we, I agree with God. If mine don't say, Hey, you just thinking like a man. No, no. Think. Conform your mind to the way of God and think, do you agree with God? I agree with God. And so, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin I work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Think: Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So that's, I wanted to... Get that is this is such a rich scripture mm-hmm. that yes. I think it, it just tells us the yeah. relationship between sin <laughs> and the spiritual man, and mm. where Jesus come come in.
0: And with the battle, uh, besides right before that, I think in the earlier uh, verse, um, it right. says, "Brother, speaking."
1: But while while she's looking, I, I wanted to say this as well. Um, there's a verse where, and yeah. look, you did you find it?
0: No, it was just the concept of oh. the. Uh, that um, the law is, learning about the law is what highlighted how sinful he was. Mm-hmm. So that's also, you know, not it's to imp- be lost yeah. on us. It.
1: Yeah. It's important that we don't disregard the law, mm-hmm. the word of God, like all these kind of fight that has been target, the Bible has been targeted on against. They've been target, targeting the Bible. We have to believe the word of God. We, lo- I, I, Emotion is fine. I'm a singer, okay? I love emotion. <laughs> but when emotion is just controlling me as opposed to me controlling my emotion, it's a big problem. We have to, to conform our emotion to the word of God. God, word, you are a conqueror. I don't care how you feel. If you have sincerely, and only you can know this, and your fruit is going to tell me whether you are or not. I, I know you probably don't like it because a lot of us are saying, don't judge me, but fruits tell me if, if I'm seeing an apple tree as opposed to an orange tree, so I can know whether I to to fellowship with you or not. So that's what it is. Take it or leave it. <laughs> but that's what it is. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. you
2: know, Mon Ma and Mary and Alaris, and, and I also think, you know, we talk about relationships and it all boils down to who we know we are and who's we know yes, we are as yes. well. Because you mentioned something, Ronald, about, and it's one of my favorite um, verses about, you know, if you're free, if the Son sets you free, you're free indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And John eight thirty two, 32, I think in 36, it says, You shall know the truth, and the and truth, the truth shall make you free. I love that. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So,
1: Part of it is what, what is the, the truth of God? Do you yes. know the truth of God? You have to read your word? Are you, are, are you praying? Mi- are, you, are you in relationship? Michelle, with pause here. You just got me excited. And I, I talk to a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. And I, and you guys hear me. I, I do love intelligence. I do love intelligence. And I think the Christian should be intelligence, intelligent. And we are made to be intelligent. I don't think we need to just, a lot of us think we just need to like, oh, you know, it's the, it's the uneducated God call. Listen, education is not only going to university. Education started with the Bible, just so you know. Public education started with the Bible. So steady to show yourself approved. We have to be intelligent people knowing the word of God through and for. And I think the Israelite, they teach their kids the word of God so they can know it. And you not know?
0: because it becomes mm-hmm. subjective, right? So if the word of God becomes subject, subjective, so what are you exactly. pinning it against? reconciling it against. Exactly. So it's, you're free to make your own right. interpretation and go off on a tangent exactly. and have whatever life you want
1: to have. You should go and study the word yourself. So for many reasons, so you can grow as Michelle says, because when you know the truth, the truth set you free. And then because you, are a guardian of the gospel, so when a pastor or another believer stand up and start telling you something, me as well, start saying something that is contributed to the word of God. You should be able to pick it up and I should be able to pick it up. So continue, Michelle.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all.
2: laughs> you know, but, but I think too that that's, that's the, you know, when you talk about God's power in your life, right? God has that supernatural power that can be used in your life. I know there are people who may say, oh, you know, I can't, um, I'm I'm sinful, but I can't help it. Or I'm sinful, I don't know how to get out of it. But, you know, you don't need to do that in your own strength. You do that with, with the Lord and the Holy Spirit helping you after He's forgiven your sins. He will help you to... Follow the plan he
1: has for your life. He can. The so, Holy Spirit you know. is powerful. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. powerful. It is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from dead. That's that same power. If but we have to allow it and believe it. If we believe, if we don't believe, the Holy Spirit can help us to become overcomers. We, it's not going to happen because we have to to walk in concert mm-hmm. with Him. You know, you're not alone. No, we're not
2: alone. <laughs> We're not in this unless we want to be. We're not alone. I think, as I'm listening, I think one of the words that are just coming up in my spirit is being intentional. Mm -hmm. If we want to know what our identity is, if we are intentional with God, God is intentional with us. If we want to learn something new, if we want to learn daily, there's an intentionality that needs to be put in place. A lot of times we're Loading from here there and everywhere and we're doing this and we're getting this to try to somehow make us happy. But if we are intentional with God, God will allow us to walk in the, in his power that raised Jesus from the dead. You, you, so we have to be intentional about learning about that power.
1: You know, to touch on both what you just said, intentional, Michelle. I mean Mary and and, and no, I think yeah, you said that, and I think one of you said, knowing who you are, one of you, both of you said that, I don't know, I don't remember, <laughs> but I'm just, <laughs> just going to give this. Let's, okay. let's say <laughs> I, I, go, I go to a third world country, and I gave birth to a child, right? I gave mm. birth to a child, but for whatever reason, God forbid, I die. And the child, I for whatever reason, did not know anything about me. And knowing that I'm a U.S. citizen, Right. This child is in a third world country, knows nothing about me and who he is. By law, if I go into another country, I have a child. Mm-hmm. I'm, that child is a U.S. citizen, has the same right that, you know to just come to the United States. Right? But if that child doesn't know when he grew up or she's growing up, you know she's not going to take the opportunity, the, uh, the option to just come to the United States and just stay wherever he is right there. Mm-hmm. So you have to know mm-hmm. who you are. This is important. It's so important that you know who you are, so you can take advantage. You are a conqueror, not a victim who needs deliverance, deliverance, deliverance from what?
0: It's knowing and acting on it. Yes. Because if you know that you have a that you a parent, right? It's uh, the U.S. isn't called heaven, and you do nothing about it. Yes. It's the same as not knowing
1: it. Exactly. 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 Yep. Final same. thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what, that, doesn't,
2: that doesn't mean that, um, you know, the, on, the only perfect person is, is the Lord, right? Only God is perfect. So, you know, um, but God helps us to to attain the perfection that he wants from us. But, so, you know, everything is, people fall, fall, we all fall short, but God
1: helps us in those times. I love And, that. and helps us in our life with his power. I love that, Michelle. Here's the thing. The Bible started with Jesus is that perfect. Perfect standard. And he called a bunch of us in to make it, to make us like him. Whatever trait Jesus have, that is why. I know it sounds weird and sound hard, but the whole Christianity thing is a mysterious thing. We don't understand all of it. It's it's a supernatural thing. We were made, Jesus is the standard. God call us in and he's conforming us. Seriously, he's conforming us. He wants to confirm us to make us like Jesus. I know we don't believe it. He wants us to become like Jesus. And to be honest, the old believers, some of the old believers have that because, you know, they, they allow sanctification to happen in their life, mm-hmm. you know. But I think we're not allowing sanctification in our life. We are, I think we are, our journey is to be perfect like Christ is. It, that's what the Bible says, to be perfect as Christ is. That's what we are called to be, to be like him. Are we? Am I there yet? No, because I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working out my salvation, but the end goal is to be perfect like Jesus Christ is. And am I, I, the Bible tells us how it is. And I am to study this Bible, to understand it, and the power of Christ, the Holy Spirit with the same power, is the one that is working it in me, with me, to convert me, to conform me to the image of Christ. And that image is perfect. It's perfect. And so with that said, let's let's say our final thoughts. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sorry, Michelle.
2: One thing I was just thinking about as you were talking, and sometimes in certain scenarios and situations for me, it's just simple in my head. What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Because there are times, yes, I have those emotions, but, and I have things that may want to come out of my mouth, but is but what would Jesus really do in the in the situation? Um, and he he helps me. I, I I trust him completely, and he he will he helps me. He, he he'll help you um, to to overcome those things that he doesn't want in your life anymore. And and it is a mystery, like you said, Maude. It definitely is a mystery, but it's real.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a real thing. Um, so. And and you know he loves us, and that's what I want to say. Amen.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, amen. Um, I guess my final thought is: um, let us take the time to intentionally get to know God daily. That the transformation will come as the relationship grows. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. we 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 follow whatever path, and that we trust that He would lead us into the place that we need to be
1: Amen.
2: and it's Amen. not a, a victim it's not you know oh you know I'm just going to follow no he is a strategic and intentional God and if you are leaning on him he will take you to where you need to go
1: Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I'll
0: leave you with uh, this uh, verse Ephesians uh, Ephesians 1:18. Uh, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in his pe- holy people. So not only did he give us salvation, but he called us to a higher place. Um, in, in him, we have glorious inheritance in his holy people.
1: Amen, and, and amen. And I want to say this before mm-hmm. I read a scripture that I have, is that God has a plan for calling you in, mm-hmm. and this plan is to conform you and I. Into the image of his son. Let's get to that same mindset as Christ so we can work toward that goal. Because unless we understand the reason we were called and we are be, we are to be conformed into the image of Christ, which is a perfect image, we are not gonna get to that. Mm-hmm. God can be working, and if we don't if a team is not working together on the same project that they're supposed to be working on, they're not gonna meet that same goal. So we are supposed to be conforming to the image of Christ. And I want to read Luke 4, 18. That's Jesus speaking. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And I went to verse 19. God bless you guys. (laughs) You You guys, it's an honor to come here and, and just... Talk to you guys, all of you, to have this conversation. I love it. God bless you and have a great one. Amazing one.
3: The words you are about to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you. And He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His Love Letter. you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Light in me, and I will give you the desires of your heart. For it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you.